Hello, and welcome to the 17th episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. Today, in today's episode, we will be talking about an index fund. What is it and why it may be important and why you may want to invest your money and what are the disadvantages and advantages. All right, let's get straight into talking about what is an index fund. An index fund is a type of mutual fund or exchange-traded fund, ETF, with a portfolio constructed to match or track the components of a financial market index, such as the Standard and Poor's 500 Index, S&P 500. An index fund, an index mutual fund is said to provide broad market exposure to low operating expenses and a low portfolio turnover. These funds follow their benchmark index regardless of the state of the markets. Index funds are generally considered ideal core portfolio holdings for retirement accounts, such as individual retirement accounts like IRAs and 401ks accounts. Legendary investor Warren Buffett has recommended index funds as a haven for savings for the later years of life. Rather than picking out individual stocks for investment, he has said it makes more sense for the average investor to buy and sell all of the S&P 500 companies at the low cost and index fund offers. Now let's go to the key takeaways. So the key takeaways are is an index fund is a portfolio of stocks or bonds designed to mimic the composition of performance of a financial market index. Index funds have lower expenses and fees than actively managed funds and index funds fo- follow a passive investment strategy so you can make passive income and index funds seek to ma- match the risk and return of the market on a theory that in the long term the market will outperform any single investment. And, you know, that may be true depending on how the stock market asks acts over the years. But overall, it's sort of more of a long term investment. It's not it's not like you're going to get a lot of money in the short term. But a lot of people hope that they will get money in the long run, which is good, right? It's it's building long term wealth. And normally this this is the way investors are able to diversify their income through index funds. All right. Now let's talk about some of the benefits for why you should invest in index funds. There are three benefits investing in an index fund. It is generally because it is able to outperform the market while also giving a good return on investment depending on the market. So that means that if you, for example, if you invest in the S&P 500, it might stay more steady as to one stock. So for example, one stock could go down or up in a day and an index fund would sort of stabilize at one point, which would be a better return on investment. And secondly, it is great for someone that is looking to build long-term wealth and grow their income passively over a long period of time. So, you know, essentially you could look at if you invested some money now in like an index fund, then maybe five years down the road, it would you would get be getting a good investment on return because you've put your money and hard-earned time into um, a good investment. And Lastly, it can give a good percent of return on your investment in a yearly basis as you've invested in many companies, right? So if one company goes down, then the other may still be up or there are things that can easily support it, which is a good thing as to compare that as to compare to suppose you invested in Apple and Google and Apple and Google both go down, then your money's sort of going down. And those are individual stocks that can that can make you lose some profits then if that's the case. All right, let's talk more about some of the Canadian index funds. So there's two main types of Canadian index funds, and they are the Vanguard FTSE Canada All Cap Index ETF. And so that is an index fund index fund that gives you exposure to Canadian, the to the Canadian small, medium, and large caps with a low fee. So it gives you 
exposure to the small, medium, and large market uh, with a fairly low managing fee in terms of managing the portfolio. And there is another one called iShares Corp, and that's in the S&P TSX Capped Composite Index ETF. And that's an index fund that allows you to track Canada's best known index with a low fee as well. So overall, these things... You know, these two index funds are sort of the main ones that people invest in and people invest in. Or even if you search them up online, you should be able to find those and and do your own research to see um, how you want to invest in them. And so if you want to invest in them, you should know which market index you want to draw them from. So index funds mirror specific market indexes. So you have so you have to choose a number to choose from. And you also have to figure out how to decide how you'll buy your funds. Investing in index funds is pretty similar to investing in mutual funds or ETFs. And you also have to compare costs and always look at the risk and benefit from in your own situation. That's why it's extremely important to be doing your research all the time and making a financial decision that is based on your picture. And, you know, you can buy index funds through a brokerage account or directly from an index fund provider, um, you know, like, so for example, the Vanguard, the Vanguard ETF, so you can directly buy that from Vanguard, or you can get a diversified selection of securities in an easy way through a low cost investment, which is also good. And there are many brokerages out there in Canada as well that, um, can help you manage your portfolios. There are many, many places that, um, you know, can help you diversify your portfolio. However, they might take some a percent of what you get back. So like as a portfolio manager and, you know, now the real question is how much should you really be putting in an index fund? So, you know, let's, if we take a look at the S and P 500, um, let's take a look at the share price for that. So currently, uh, the share price for that is around $3,838.76. So this is, this is like, this would buy you one of the S&P 500 index funds, basically. So, you know, essentially you would want to have some money saved up for this. And that's why a lot of people look for long-term investments. So, you know, suppose you've saved around $5,000 and you buy one this year, for example, you know, you might want to buy another one in the next couple of months. It all depends. So most index funds require minimum investment to buy, and it's typically anywhere from a dollar to $3,000. Now, for example, if we look at the iShares iShares S&P 500 stock, then that only costs $60.92 currently. However, the price may go up as the market is open currently. And you can see that these this price may be more affordable for people. You know, if you were to buy, if you were to buy like starting off by buying like 10, 10 of those ETFs, then, you know, it would be like $609 and 20 cents as to if you bought an, if, as to if you invested in the S and P 500, that would cost you a bit more. So, you know, you would want to really think about how much of a heavy investor you are and, you know, where you want to really put your money. You know, if you're a beginner, you might want to put your money into iShare just because it has a lower stock price. Now, now you should do your own research before you invest in it and not just listen to someone that's speaking on a podcast. That's extremely important. You need to be researching your own information and making sure that you're making the financial decision that is best based on your situation, not someone else's that is speaking through a mic and giving you this information 
uh, for entertainment purposes, basically. The point of this is to, you know, educate people. They can understand, gain some knowledge, and then they can make a decision that is based that is best on their own risk. So now, for example, if you invested in the S and P five hundred, and if you bought, for example, ten stocks, ten of those, that would be almost forty thousand dollars. You know, so so that's why. Based on price, I would say that the iShares would be better for a beginner investor. And if you're more of a heavy investor or you want to look at diversifying it more, uh, you can. Then the Dow Jones Industrial Average is mostly U.S. And now, you know, you may be thinking, can could an index fund make me really rich? And it won't really make you rich, uh, not unless you make a lot of your money at your... Not, so, like, basically... The more you invest, the more money you would technically make because that's how much risk you're putting into the market. So, for example, if I buy one share of an ETF, for example, iShares Core S&P 500 Index. So, if I'm buying one share, that's around $61 at the time of this recording as the market is open. And so, $61 means that, you know, I'm a beginner investor. I don't want to put too much risk in, but I still do want to start investing. So, you know, if you invested more heavily, you would you would get a greater return and that could make you rich in the long term. However, you need to be careful and make sure that you're looking at all these rates and everything and speaking with um, an advisor or someone that is certified in your area. That way you can really get a better knowledge of what to do. You know, they're a great vehicle. Again, I said for long term wealth, of course. And, you know, it's great because you invest this money and it's going to passively grow. And before you know it, it'll be a great return. So let's now, can you lose money in an index fund? I mean, there are few uncertainties in the financial world and you couldn't lose all of its value because they're low risk and they will not make the large gains either, but they will give you a good return. And so other thing is like, you know, is it good for investors to start investing in ETS as a startup? Yeah, it's a good idea because it can give you a good long term. Now, for example, let's talk about a 10 year average return on the S&P 500. So the S&P 500 index originally began in 1926 as the composite index. It only compromised of 90 stocks. And the average annual return since that inception in 1926 through 2018 is approximately 10 to 11 percent. However, what I've seen is that when the market is like this, your return may be a bit lower and it may vary. So that's why it's really, really important to do your research and ask uh, ask someone that is more ask someone that is certified in this financial area. That way they could sort of give you a better idea of if it's really good to if it's really if you can really get a 10% return on this invest on this investment that you're that you would put your money in now these are the two types of canadian index funds so overall when looking at an index fund it is good is good it is a good way to invest your money and diversify your portfolio depending on the amount of money and risk you're willing to put now the next thing that i'm about to say this is very very important so please listen this is an important message the host of this podcast shares information for entertainment purposes only, so please be sure to do your own research before investing or putting your money anywhere, out, anywhere, whether that's in a stock or anywhere. 
It's your responsibility to do your research with your own money and make sure that you know what risks you're putting. And, you know, all this information that is shared in this podcast, it's for entertainment purposes only. And while it is to educate people, you need to be smart with your money. You need to make sure that you're speaking to a certified advisor in the financial field or someone that you can trust. Now, anything that I share in this podcast, this is entertainment purposes only. And you should you should be doing your own research to find out more about these two index funds that I invested in, two index funds that I talked about and whether or not they're good to invest in. Well, this wraps up the 17th episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. So hopefully you learned something new and stay tuned for new episodes that are coming soon. And uh, the next episode that we'll be talking about is, should you be investing your money in the top three hot stocks right now? That's a very, very big topic that's going around right now. And, you know, we'll, we'll, well, I'll have my say in the next episode if you should really be investing your money in those three hot stocks right now. You know, we've seen many, many studies about them and many, many articles posted. So, you know, I'll have my thoughts to share in the next podcast. In the meantime, thanks for listening to this podcast. And if you enjoyed it, feel free to share it with a couple of your friends or and keep enjoying these podcasts. Thanks for listening.